is going on my button mashers it's me nate's legend and as you can see we are joined today by the doodly and uh we have jay back uh, uh the, the, the trio are here how are you guys doing today good how are you doing doing all right man glad to be here good. always good absolutely i'm so glad to have you guys in you, you guys are my favorite we're really going to focus on the three of us here for the start of this year trying to get the the three of us really cemented as a, as a part of the show kind of rotate us through after after that so I'm, I'm glad to have you i'm glad you guys were able to make it in uh doodles so uh let's let's start with you though uh you were messaging me something about uh a new mic uh, a headset something about streaming what's what's going on there yeah, I might be, uh, I, I got to get started on my channel here soon. I'm working on picking which games that I want to start streaming first. Mm. Uh, looking probably going to be doing a lot of Dark Souls, I'm sure. And uh, we'll Dark see Star, how right? that goes at first, at least. And then I'm open to suggestion, whatever games we got going on, people want to see. What we really need to do is get you a PS5 so that you can do Demon Souls that not a lot of people get to stream right now. You'd be like the number one streamer, right? Like, I would, let's go snag you one. Yeah, I right? would love to play Demon Souls right now. Right. <laughs> Especially on PS5. I mean, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Jay, also, what uh, what's new with you, man? It's uh, you have a lot going on right now. What's, what's happening? Dad, being a dad can uh, take its toll on a man, but you know what? It's mm -hmm. it's the process of being strong and showing everyone that you're stepping up to plate to take care of everything. So I actually uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm getting ready to launch. Let's talk about it. Uh, well, mm -hmm. relaunch it for the new year um, with even more than the two episodes that I had because I started late last year. But this year I'll be doing it on a weekly consistency, and uh, you know I'm I'm actually going to be super happy because I actually plan to have you guys on, both of you. Fantastic! Oh, that's exciting. Um, we'll actually we'll really get we'll dive into that a little later on. I, I want to give you a, a little bit of time to discuss that. So stick around at the end of the episode. I. I so you can hear all about Jay's new new channel, uh, <laughs> renewed channel, whatever uh, whatever we're gonna go with there. Uh, but stick around at the end that of the works. episode so we can discuss that. that. Works. <laughs> Um, all right, so I uh, like to start with a question, kind of become the, the norm. Um, I, again, you guys have had some time to think about it. So with all of the, the games coming out this year, we have uh, a lot of sequels that are slated this year, over the next couple of years, whatever else. So in your opinion, which sequel has the biggest shoes to fill, has the most to live up to uh, based off its predecessors? Uh, let's start with Jake. Uh, for me, I would have to say the Mass Effect series, and the reason why I say Mass Effect is because Andromeda was just bad, and uh, it was bad more on the graphics end because mm -hmm. it felt like CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk 2077. There were a lot of things unfinished. Uh, the storyline, uh, a lot of people might disagree with me on that. There he is. We need. I need to get out. Wait, one one moment here. Uh, <laughs> Son, Daddy's Andromeda as well. Though I did play Andromeda a lot. I I'm I'm, I'm with Jay there. It, it did have some bugs. Right, like it, it had it had the uh, the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven feel to it, and it needed uh, to be more finished, more refined. And we didn't get that, but nevertheless, I still enjoyed the storyline. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, I can't and sit here and say that the storyline was bad, but I feel like EA as a company, 
They've been slipping. They've left the ball ball drop on a lot of a lot a lot of things lately. They did do a lot of really cool exploring though with the abilities as well. Right, not right. to go the other way with it, but yeah, it had cool yeah. ideas. It just it had its problems. Right. I would love to see them put a little more effort into it. They like I said, they feel, it feels like they slacked in the last few rounds of games. Let's really focus on those games and get them honed, and maybe you can reverse your image after all the bullshittery you. Put us through and one one other thing i want to add to that is i want to know what happened to the rest of the crew on the normandy you know what i mean there's there's a lot of unanswered questions there yeah, so you brought that up i absolutely absolutely and, and those are the two main things that i believe out of most of all the video game history that mm. needs to be corrected needs to be solved needs to be answered uh for me personally uh, if you want to talk prequels or sequels to a game what happened to Joker? You know what I'm saying? Like what, mm -hmm. what happened to what, what happened to everybody? You know what I'm saying? And I would love to see Seth yeah. Green come back and reprise his role because he just cracks me up in general. I love him as Chris on yeah. Family Guy. So um I I honestly feel that um it would be best to finish it that way. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I can I can see that. Um, I I chose a slightly different game myself, and I chose God of War. I'm not even going to justify myself because that's today's episode. So um, I'm going to explain myself, right? Like so, NBD. Uh, Doodles, were you, were you agreeing there? Or did you have an, another choice as well? My choice, and I've been struggling since since we first brought up the idea of what I was going to pick. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I was like. But it just clicked with me because I've been playing nothing but Hyrule Warriors lately, and it is. It, and I'm we're gonna talk about this, but okay, yep, it's on the slate. We, we have that in the calendar. Wild Two has some shoes to fill. That's where I'm at. Ooh, that's a good choice. That's where I'm at. I hadn't even thought of it. I saw the. Oh my goodness! I saw the sword. Uh, oh, it, my, there my wife put up. In and I, I was sight. just like Hidden in plain sight. There's the, uh, yeah, there's my choice. That. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Great answers across the board there. That was that was wonderful. I think you guys got some good uh, good answers, uh, good games to look forward to. So, uh, right. but we'll move right along. Uh, today I, I decided to change things up just a little bit, give these guys a little bit of responsibility. So uh, Scott is, or excuse me, Doodles is going to go ahead and take over the uh, the news today. So if you could, uh, yeah, go go ahead. What do you what do you got for us? I got you, yeah. Just a couple quick stories. So the game that we were talking about in the last episode, I believe, we were talking about Hogwarts Legacy, mm -hmm. uh, was one of our big games yes. that was supposed to come out. Um, it's been delayed. The studio, uh, the developer has been quoted uh, that they just want to give the game the time it deserves, that the right. time it needs. Let me, let me actually look at that before. Yeah, so yeah. we are giving the game the time it needs, is the quote. Okay. And I think it's a great... I think it's a great call. I mean, it seems like if you want to do something as immersive as an Harry Potter RPG, mm -hmm. you know, just yeah, give it there, the time that you want to give it. You go make, into it to make it happen. Do the work, write write stories, make more side quests. You know what? Make this game so just have so much depth that you just get lost in it, and that's that's kind of the goal, right? So let's go for Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I I would agree. Oh, and I saw the comment. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead with more news, though. Go ahead. 
Oh yeah. Also, you're, yeah, we you're had still Scott on the Pilgrim. clock here, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, that's right. We had Scott Pilgrim coming out. Sorry, no. uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim's coming out tomorrow. Actually, the DLC. It's uh, it's the complete edition from the game that was released back in 2010. Uh, so if you're a fan of Scott Pilgrim, it's going to have all the DLCs that was uh, released after, and it's going to be all in one package. So that's coming out tomorrow on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadium, PC. We also have Hitman 3 coming out on the 20th. For the new gen consoles and the old consoles as well so yeah that's uh pretty much all we got for the news for this uh next week in gaming as all far right. as i see fantastic looking uh looking forward to those games uh jay you also had some some big news here uh come yeah. out yeah well. yeah actually i did um just a little more than an hour and a half ago i was just scrolling through twitter and i see a post from the co-founder of cd project red talking about uh, what's going on in the world of Cyberpunk 2077. And he did give a uh, very detailed apology. Of course, it was scripted. You have to read from something. But uh, you can tell he was taking it very serious. And um, mm -hmm. honestly, I think it was because they were under pressure and uh, all that other good stuff, which is why the game was rushed the way it was. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not that they didn't know that uh, everything was bad it was because of considering the covid restrictions and stuff like that and some could say the same about bungie and destiny 2 beyond light but um he detailed the three hot fixes that came out and he also detailed the free dlcs and the cross uh, platform things that are going to be coming out later on this year um for uh what they plan to do to fix all the bugs and stuff in the game so people can actually enjoy the game so that they can come back to the console stores uh, between PlayStation, Xbox, and other platforms. So um, that's pretty much everything I got for the news at the moment. I'm actually, that's really cool of them to, to release that. I mean, they've had their statements they've released you know oh we're gonna we're, we're sorry it's bad yeah, whatever else people have said things but like to come out and give the detailed like basically their game plan for it i feel like gives them a an edge above what i would say assassin's creed is doing right now i haven't heard much i mean i know that they're oh they're looking into a bunch of fixes and we just got oh uh, another thing we uh, just got a bunch of um we got an update from Assassin's Creed. They will be fixing a, uh, quite a few of those quests that have been breaking the game. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have the list. I, I I didn't even think about it, if I'm honest, uh, until now. Uh, but yeah, they, they did release a list. Go check it out. Um, and now I've forgotten where I was going with that. <laughs> Honestly, Welcome with, with Cyberpunk. Okay, go ahead. ADHD at its finest. Uh, right. Sorry. Yeah, I feel it. No, me too. Um, so after... You know what? When you when you release a game with the announcement coming from someone as awesome as Keanu Reeves, I don't. I and and then the 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 result of the bugs and stuff. I feel like. I feel like man, Keanu Reeves. It's just he's just so awesome. And then Cyberpunk right. just really kind of broke my heart a little bit. And I will give companies a a break this year i have decided at this point almost every single game i've been looking forward to has officially been put pu been pushed back right like well not every game but like yeah the majority of the games that i'm excited for are getting pushed back so i've decided to go ahead and give companies and developers a break um covid sucks like i it, it really yeah. does and so for that reason have your time please still release a good game but 
with with uh, Cyberpunk is taken care of. Yeah, but they didn't really have. I don't feel like they had a full, a fair chance to test the game with the PS5 and the the Xbox Series S and X coming out. I don't feel like they had quite as fair of a chance with COVID into the mix. I'm giving everybody a break. Everybody officially gets a gets a, a free pass on if you release the game without delaying it. It's allowed to be broken, but if you do, uh, or you are allowed to delay the game, just make sure it's fixed. That's my new rule. Natural, natural number. Natural. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I can agree <laughs> with that. I mean, technically, I've been like that since the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, you kind of know, you know, you, you kind of mm-hmm. know. So, yeah. So, fair enough. And we're going to go ahead and uh, move to the only, I mean, we kind of, I almost had a segue there if we, if I wanted to just think clearly instead of using ADHD. But uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about Ubisoft today. Um, for just a few moments here. So it was released, uh, announced today that uh, Lucasfilms is actually returning. Uh, Lucasfilms Gaming, excuse me, Lucasfilms Gaming is returning. It will be the home to all things Lucasfilm video game related releases. Um, at least per the article I read, that's how what was my understanding. And it was announced, however, that Ubisoft would actually be developing. So I guess that last little tidbit wouldn't be accurate, but Ubisoft is developing an open-world Star Wars game. Yes, I did read that as yes. well about an hour ago. Oh, so exciting. Um. Yes. I mean, it was it released this morning. So here's what the, I mean, here's what that tells me, right, is EA has lost its exclusivity. Uh, yep. I, I don't know what the last straw was, but... It's probably the system or, or whatever they're being sued about in the UK that recently just popped up. Um, mm-hmm. so I am actually super excited since it's going to end in 2023. We only have to put up with two or three more years of star Wars being produced by mm-hmm. EA. It, I mean, EA has had star Wars since the early two thousands. And, um, I think it's time to give another developer a shot to, to get done. You know what I mean? It's just like when, uh, what, what was it? Bungie left Activision. Mm-hmm. I think it was a smart move for them to do. A lot of people mm-hmm. think it was dumb, but uh, at the same time, these companies have the right to try to branch out and do it themselves. Oh, and I and I think that Lucasfilm Arts uh, would be great at a different place other than EA. Uh, honestly, I would like to see the Need for Speed franchise leave EA as well. You know, Dice and everybody There's else. There's a lot of games that I want to leave EA. If EA went away right. completely and gave their games away, I wouldn't be mad. Well, what they should have done with with the Battlefront, in in my mm-hmm. opinion. Oh which yeah, Battlefront. Isn't, okay, yeah, go ahead. Know, they, like, look at Call of Duty back in the day that you had mm-hmm. infinity ward and Treyarch playing volleyball with the ip and it was it was working out great you had fans right. that were specifically black ops fans you had fans that were specifically modern warfare fans because the way the games played mm-hmm. now giving the reins to ea for so long is it's been counterproductive because they've been fumbling through both games and that's how the game has kind of gotten stale yeah. Um, yeah, that makes, you know, I, I would, I would agree with that, with that point. I'm just worried that this is nothing more than a trial run. That's my biggest worry is that, okay. So, you know, EA did all right with uh, the Jedi game and they did all right with the, the, the spaceship flying game, but they didn't do great with it. 
So after all of the failures, they didn't come back and hit it out of the park. Well, let's just see if someone else can do it. And if they can, then we'll open it up. But if they can't, then why not just keep paying them to play or to have a broken game that everybody else is going to have too. So I am a little bit worried that it's just a trial run. Um, but dude, Assassin's Creed meets Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see it. And uh, I also think that um, getting back to, besides uh, the whole Star Wars thing, back to EA, since, you know, this is technically about them, I think that, uh, you know, maybe there should be a change in leadership uh, than, than previous years. That wouldn't hurt them at all. You know, have one person dedicated to the business aspect of EA Mm-hmm. And then have one person dedicated to the game aspect of EA, where the guy who's head of the game aspect is the one with the final word, whether or not the game gets released or something like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they have something like that in place. But how it's perceived to us as the public, as the fans, as the gamers, is that there's only one person in charge. And that is the person who is like the head. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, maybe a change in leadership would probably help out because maybe we wouldn't have as many loot box systems that, that they have and all this other good stuff. Cause they're at the King, they're at the head of the forefront of all of this. So, uh, you know, I, I feel that it's only right. Changing leadership would probably help out EA a lot. And it's probably why they lost their contract because they're just not seeing eye to eye. It's just like Sony and Fox mm-hmm. talking about the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. As a whole, I think I think companies getting away from the microtransaction crutch is just a good idea. I think just do it and mm-hmm. quit quit, you know, grabbing people by the wallets then and, and, and Yeah. It's not it's not it's not cool. It, this I say bullshittery because it is bullshittery. Like that that is straight up what they put us through. Whether if they don't do loot boxes or microtransactions, then it's a crap game. If they do those, then it's a great game, but I'm having to pay out the wazoo just to play it. Like, stop with the bullshittery. That's it. Just stop with the bullshittery. All right. Nonetheless, um, out of curiosity, I want your guys' opinion on this. How much do you wonder, or how much do you think, uh, this is uh, related to the comments that were made about a Mandalorian RPG. Oh, man. Because I, I do not remember who said it, but they, it was mentioned that it should be a thing. Go ahead. A Mandalorian RPG would be great. Can you imagine playing as a Shokatano? Oh my yeah. god, that would be spectacular. <laughs> and I and mm-hmm. I absolutely I've loved Ahsoka ever since I watched the Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. season season one of Clone Wars. I don't know, there's just something about her character that's just so relatable. And to see her transition, to see her uh progress throughout the years and then survive facing Darth Vader, mm-hmm. not once but twice, and even in video game lore is just crazy because she's the only one that I know of that survived Darth Vader. <laughs> so here's yeah. my here's here's my thought on that because I like that idea. I love that idea more than anything. But right now, the Mandalorian, uh, 
Jin is getting, he has his own show. Uh, they're talking about bringing in, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just call him by his name. His name is Grogu. Uh, we have Grogu that's off on his own adventure. Uh, they have like four other shows that are all getting their own adventures. I think there's a little too much going on in that world right now. If I'm being honest, if we're getting an open world type game, I'm that's it's not technically they haven't announced that it's an RPG. They said it's an open world game. I'm wondering how much they're throwing it back to uh, like Knights of the Old Republic era or somewhere back for because I mean we just got the books as well. That's kind of diving a little deeper into the the full lore. How much are they just going to try to just open that entire world back up to the things that they cut off after the Disney merger? And you know what? They honestly need to bring back KOTR, like give it like KRTR, KOTR three. You know what I'm saying? Knights of the Old mm -hmm. Republic three or something like that, or uh, or New Republic. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be amazing. That because Knights of the Old Republic three is now an option because of Lucas uh, Lucasfilm's gaming. Because mm -hmm. of that, Knights of the Old mm -hmm. Republic three is now an option. So you very, very valid point there. That's very possible. One of the directions this game could go in. And they should, and they should also put it on console, not just PC. They should yeah. make it all the way around, including Nintendo Switch. Switch. And I think it would do great on Switch. Switch would be awesome. Oh yeah. No, that would be <laughs> wonderful on Switch, especially. Oh yeah. No, that'd be great. Just like be able yeah. to take it anywhere. Oh Right, because I mean that way they can do exactly what Activision is doing with uh, 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 Call of Duty and make it cross-platform, so you can play mm -hmm. with yeah. other players. You, like when you're playing uh, Bethesda's game, uh, what's it called, Elder Scrolls Online. Mm -hmm. you, you're not oh, just yeah. playing. You're not just playing with just guys on PlayStation. You're playing with guys on PC, and I think uh, uh, you're also playing on guys with Xbox. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I think that would be a, a, a great uh, deal if they were to able if they were able to do that. And yeah. obviously, all of this is speculation. We have absolutely no idea that I could find other than it's an open world game. So um, I, I I think it's because of the Assassin's Creed games and how well they've handled those. Of Valhalla being one of the best size to literally travel ratio. So what was that, sorry, Jay? I said literally one of the best size games. My neighbor's playing mm -hmm. that game right now. And um, a, a, a thing that I like about uh, the Assassin's Creed, I think my favorite one, and don't knock me for this, but I really did I really did like Black Flag a lot. Black Flag was, was awesome. The only, the, the only thing I hated about Black Flag was the four corners of the map where you had to face them big ass ships at the end. Uh, when you know they're just destroying you each way you go, but I mean that took me six hours. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I was I was terrible at the at the ship sailing in Black Flag. Oh, that was by far the toughest Assassin's Creed for me. And it's not even that I don't like it. I was just bad at it. <laughs> right. I was exactly. I was just bad at it. But it was still yeah. an enjoyable RPG. It was super fun. Yeah. Good, good. Well, I'm I'm excited to see where all of this goes, but let's go ahead and move on to our main point, uh, our main topic of discussion today, which is, of course, God of War. 
So, uh, mm -hmm. developed by Santa Monica Studios, it was published by Sony as a, a PS4 exclusive. I mean, we kind of your standard stuff at the time, you know, PS5. Uh, this is the direct sequel to 2010's God of War 3. It is the eighth installment in the franchise, and uh, it does make it uh, ninth in um, uh, chronologic order as well. Um, so right. the game takes place uh, years, years after God of War 3. So it's not like it just jumps right in. Uh, Kratos has left Greece, uh, moved uh, moved north to Scandinavia, uh, basically changed everything. He met a, met a gal there who is uh, of Norse lineage, we'll say. Um, falls in love. We pick up right after, uh, right after she has passed. Um, so you start the game, she's just died, you have, uh, sorry, I have my notes over here, but I'm trying to also do it from memory, it's rough, it is what it is. So you're starting out as um, uh, Kratos trying to take care of his son, he's trying to teach him how to hunt, kind of give you the, the lay of the land, kind of show you what's going on. Uh, you start running into more and more uh, bad guys along the way. Um, kind of shows that something's not quite right in the land. So... His wife has set up a barrier in this forest. Uh, they find that the barrier has been broken. And one day, a man comes to the door knocking and seems to know. He's asking for someone specific, some, some godlike character. And obviously, Kratos knows he's there for that, for him. So, we are looking... Uh, that's, that's really the start of the game. I skim through all of my notes there so it didn't just sound like i was reading it off to you but that is the that's the first boss battle that is where we start um i do want to show you guys one thing though about this because i i, po I focused a skim through it like i said but i wanted to give a little bit of attention to mr cory barlog here okay so I mentioned that this is just after his wife died i said it multiple times uh but uh, he, Kratos is raising his son at this point in time by himself. And you can really tell at the very beginning that he's a very distant father. So what they're trying to do here is give Kratos a little bit of a different take. And we see him differently than just this badass macho character. So uh, give you guys a second to kind of read over that. It's uh, I'm not going to read it off to you guys either, but uh he is really they're really focusing on seeing kratos through atreus's eyes and seeing him as a dad not as a a, a, a god so it gives the, a different dimension to uh to everything really so that said we are to the boss battle so guys what, what did you guys think of the boss battle it's the first time you're playing it's a different feel to the game what uh what did you guys think of the battle it was completely there you go <laughs> it just, was I, completely I different mm -hmm. it was completely different than any other god of war game mm -hmm. i've ever played because it was literally like what the first 10 20 minutes into the game and boom you're already facing you know somebody mm -hmm. with you know, incredible, it's very power. obviously malicious intentions and incredible, incredible power. Right. And you can definitely tell he has, he is of Viking origin. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he, you, you can tell just by looking at him that he's about to start some shit. And yeah. it, even if it's not with you, you're about to have a bad day. Oh yeah. And um, when it comes to his interaction with Kratos, like, 
it's very, very obvious that um, he's there to pick a fight. Like, this is not meant to be a, a soft confrontation. He is there to pick a fight. Kratos isn't just losing his temper over nothing, right? Like, uh, but you, we bring up the different perspective as well, though. So a couple points I want to make to that as well. So first off, this is changing from a fixed camera view to an over-the-shoulder single-shot take. Okay, yeah. so what they did, they literally shot this entire game. There are, minus lo uh, your initial loading screen in and any fast travel that you may be doing, uh, if you're just progressing through the game, there are no cutscenes, uh, or rather, like, no fades, to, no fade to blacks, no camera cuts. It is one continuous shot. Uh, it's actually the second game that did this though. Uh, it's actually the only other game that did it. Fun fact is also a Viking related game. Hellblade's uh, Senua's Sacrifice. It was the only other yeah, game at the time. No the one else other game to ever done that. No one else has been able to replicate that or do it to the extent and then keep the graphics and everything looking as good as it looks. Mm -hmm. um, God of War took it to a whole new level oh, yeah. and, and, and one of the things that i like to and i'm gonna mention this real quick in mm -hmm. god of war uh, the the whole thing when they were at the awards i believe it was a couple years mm -hmm. ago and the atreus and kratos were up on stage and he's like say it boy i, I thought that was just the greatest <laughs> moment in video game history mm -hmm. of 2018 i thought that was so dope so mm -hmm. So yeah, and I had to bring it up. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. Everything about so let's let's start at the very very beginning. So this game came. It started development only four years after God of War three ended. So this all started in 2014. Uh, yeah, four years. 2014. This right. game right. didn't release until until 2018. So yep. at the very beginning, one of the first things they did in 2016 when they, they really started announcing the game and, and starting to release it is. They they went big. It was it was. Have you seen the website? The website is still up. If you get the chance to check it out, it is so cool. So you get to see the development from the very beginning until the very end. It has all of the original promotions that they did for the for the game. Uh, the movement. So uh, at the time, PS3 was also doing the uh, like movable back. They still do it. It's the movable backgrounds. Uh, so they had one of those released oh, for the, the dynamics, the dynamics. Yes. Dynamic, yeah. Moving the dynamic background. So uh, the website is built like that as well. So the promotion for this was very much a uh, like big deal. They went, they went heavy and they went hard. So no, yeah. great, great point, Jay. I, I appreciate that. Cause it's, from the very beginning we're you know and then 2016 hits they begin doing every uh kind of the promotions and then we hit 2018 uh now this game four years in the making releases on super old technology this game could release today and i would believe that it's today's technology i believe that this this the graphics and the, the gorgeousness of this game is 100 better than any any of the other big games coming out right now assassin's creed or cyberpunk or whatever else they did a better job what uh seven years ago than they're doing right now what do you guys like would you guys agree with that what, what are your I guys think, takes on the graphics i think the graphics were were 
we're awesome. I think. Well, I want to go back to the promoting, honestly, because yeah, you had a really good point there. Yeah, no, no, sorry. you're you're fine. Um, so I feel like the promoting of of God of War when going Norse was like, I, I'm having a hard time remembering the commercials or the trailers, but mm-hmm. it was just it was so epic when you first when you first realized he was doing the crossover, mm-hmm. and and that's. That was where I was. That's where I was thinking of. Uh, that's, that part. And that's fair. And I'll actually I'll play into that a little bit. We'll go back a little. Sorry, guys. We're gonna we're jumping back and forth. I am ADHD out the wazoo today, and I can't keep a train of thought to save my Same. life. Hence the notes. I am so sorry. So uh, I will play into that just a little bit. But my biggest fear when they announced the game when they first released it was what are they going like? How are you going to change the the view how are you going to change the the way that the game looks the way that the game feels and the the entire genre not genre necessarily but the entire like mythology of the game how do you change everything about a game and still keep it the same game and i was so scared i actually i almost didn't want to buy the game because of because of that and yeah i so even even with their big their big epic announcements like it, we were kind of scared from the beginning you yeah. know, like this, they, they tried to push it, but you know, it, it's it's hard to to know what you're getting into during promotions. No, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, um, beyond just the, uh, I mean, your your basic, it's a different look, different nor, you know, whatever else. We also got different weapons. Kratos lost the the blades of chaos. Yeah, he, he know he's put them away. They're gone, and we're introduced to a new weapon as well, the Leviathan axe. Um, what? Do, how do you guys feel the Leviathan axe played compared to say uh, the, the the blades? It forces you to be patient. I think. I think that's it. It changes it from your standard mash them up to you're slower, but you're you're strong. Um, so you gotta mm-hmm. you just gotta time your defense. And it, 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 it's no longer uh, – you can keep tapping and just get away with it a lot of the time. You have to actually play defense this time. Here's my thing on it, I'll, I'll, and I'll be honest. It, it kind of shows his age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was about to bring up absolutely. It, it showed old man Kratos' age. Even in the voice acting um, – Mm-hmm. You can you can tell the more raspier he is a little bit. It's amazing um, though, yeah. Which yeah, is, which is still good. I mean, to think that you can go from you know Zeus to Zeus. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. like you're, you're solemn and you're you're exactly you're and big big props to the actor, the voice actor that plays him, because wasn't he part of Stargate, the the cast of Stargate uh, before he of different things uh, all about yeah, he, he's, he's been a, he's been in a lot of different things and mm-hmm. i've seen his progression and he is by far one of the best actors i've seen i liked him in stargate i liked him in all yes, of god of War stargate. so it, um, it, his name is um christopher judge by the way is the yes chris judge that's, that's, uh yeah. and he is in stargate he did uh MacGyver, a few things in the '90s, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, some 21 yep. Jump Street. Yeah, he's in. He's he's in a lot. 
Oh, hey, he even right. played one of Bane's henchmen in Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Yeah, look so at that. I, I honestly thought that he did a uh, really great job bringing Kratos to life the way mm -hmm. he did, and then also displaying the different talents he has in the aging process of Kratos. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but throughout all the games, you can actually tell that Kratos is getting older. You know, yeah. at one point he used to be state. immortal, but you can see it in every detail of the cover of every god of war if you really go back and you look mm -hmm. at it you can see that they are slowly aging him yeah. now we didn't expect there to be another god of war after three we just thought the world was in fucking chaos but um yeah literally him to see <laughs> yeah when, when you take a detailed look at his face you'll notice He's getting a little bit older, slowly but surely. But you got to remember, he was a god at one point. So, yeah, you know, they're kind of immortal. But after he lost his immortality, you know what I'm saying? Like, he always seems to find his way to that blade of Olympus back in the day, though. Right. <laughs> he always seems to get himself into trouble. Right? But. Can I, also before Crazy we get guy. too far off of his look, um, <laughs> can I just point out that Kratos is an absolute babe with a beard, and he can get some anytime. Um, before we get too far off his looks, there. Anywho, uh, now again, I forgot where we were going with that, so we're just going to talk about how hot Kratos is. Uh, I think that they Solid did a good beard. job. Great beard. It's, game. it's a great beard, but you can see the way his like hip lines move from. Kind of more, and don't judge me for this. But they really brought him out and gave him what I'm gonna go ahead and, and call a godly uh dad bod. And yeah. reflecting back on what I said earlier, where they were trying to show Kratos as a as a dad, how else do you do that but give him a dad bod? Like he's still a god, he still has the power, but like that's a that's a dad bod if I'd ever dude. The one. eyes, the eyes for me in the it's actually my favorite part of the graphics thinking okay. about it now is is he is so intense is his just his standard gaze it's just like mm -hmm. it is like wolverine ain't got nothing wolverine wolverine doesn't have anything on on kratos <laughs> i i i wouldn't wouldn't disagree so let's do let's see so jay is we're gonna go ahead and cut jay for just a few moments here he's asked for uh for a, a quick second so we're gonna give him his time uh we are gonna go ahead and move on a little bit uh when it comes to the world itself okay so outside of this forest that i mentioned that had the barrier um so atreus has never seen anything outside of this forest that is where he has lived it's where he's learned to hunt do everything yeah uh and so right outside of this this little forest of his is this massive and it's really not even that massive compared to other video games but it's this massive world full of adventure yeah right so between all of the different locations I, I mean you're basically in one giant lake you get to meet uh the the world serpent along the way you you'll kind of see as you go um but it's this uh, this lake so in the middle of the lake, you have your uh, your bridge. Um, you kind of learn more about that as, as you go. Um, but then you have different portals to different worlds. And you actually do get to visit a lot of these different worlds. So you're not just stuck on Midgard with, uh, within this, this, this one compact area. You are traveling to 
all sorts of different realms. So I, I don't want to say all the realms because it's not all the realms that you get to, but how, how many realms would you say that we actually get to travel to? I, if I remember it, I think it was four, so, maybe five. I was thinking, I, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think it was, you don't get all like seven. Like, wasn't it seven? It's nine, nine realms. Nine. nine okay. Yeah. So you don't, there's like, they give you the option, which was right. something that is a gripe with me. They give mm -hmm. you like, they show up as a, an option on a couple. Mm -hmm. And and there's no you don't get to go there. Yeah, it's really weird because like you have those options. It's it's almost as if it was meant to be a DLC, right? Or like they're just going to literally pick you up and drop you off right where you were. Like no, you know you're. But that would assume as well that you don't have to unlock those games or that you've already played the first one. Because what about those that are coming in on God of War two that aren't necessarily yeah. they haven't unlocked anything? You know, is are they just gonna assume that you've played you know it kind of makes things uh opens up a weird world there let's go ahead jay is back we are adding him there you are jay hi jay all right my man what would you guys think if it was still going to be just god of war but ragnarok was a dlc that they took their time with and, like those, a, and, those, and those realms would be unlocked what would you think of that? I like Come that. On, first of all, if you like were it. to, if you were to almost, what you would have to do is create a DLC that's so massive that it's almost like a chapter two. Like the game itself was chapter one. The DLC would have to be chapter two and just literally drop the fans on their head because it's what we all want to do. Let's just do that. Like I it just literally just, it's awesome. I like that idea. I, I would be down for that, but I don't, I don't know how. It would be. It's just it's just a great idea when you come to think about it in terms of. Uh, I love speculating. It's my favorite thing. Exactly, but see, uh, just say that maybe one of the devs are actually watching our show, and I'm not saying that oh, they are. But no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what if they actually? What was? What if they actually take that idea and use mm -hmm. that? I'd be like, well, shit, if you do that, make sure all three of us get a free yeah, fucking copy. <laughs> At least, you know what? I'll take I'll take a PS5 and the game for free. And I'll something take, to put back here. Yeah, That's all I and ask. I'll, That's all I ask. And, you can have the idea. Yeah. I'll no, take three only, Selby's and a grilled cheese sandwich. I, you don't even need to pay me. Just No. <laughs> look, I would want the game, the PS5, and a replica set of the Blades of Chaos so I can hang them on yep. my wall. That would yeah, be I'll, 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 yeah, I'll accept those. Anything, and I would, and, and I would, and I would like to have them signed by the voice actors. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That would be good. That could be that. I actually, I do like that idea though to do it as a DLC. I, I definitely feel that the game leaves you in full limbo. We don't really know what's going to come next. We They did a very, very good job of uh, leaving the rest of this to the imagination. Yeah. We're, we have no idea what what's going to come. Uh, well, I mean, okay, that's a lie. We know what's going to come. Uh, Ragnarok is coming, obviously. I mean, do you guys, okay, do you guys under, know the story of Ragnarok? I, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I, yeah. I have a base understanding. So, this was this was the next part of the uh, the the that I wanted to talk about real quickly here. Um, when it comes to the story of God of War versus you know actual Norse mythology, I, I mentioned uh, I don't know if it was last week or a few weeks ago, but 
the stories that you're being told along the way there uh, by various characters, Mimir, whoever else, uh, some, most of those are fairly accurate, but the story that they're playing into with Ragnarok is so far, it's broken at like, when I don't want to say like so far broken as in like, eh, so far it's broken. No, it is so fucking far broken from the original story that their Ragnarok is going to be so different than than anything and i think doodles will be better at uh it, it talking about this we, we're gonna try to do it spoiler free everything has been tried to be done spoiler free i don't know if anybody is cares but so when it comes to the gameplay though and um the story itself where how do you anticipate that they fix something to be able to uh to play into ragnarok like that doodles i think uh well Either you're going to have to have way different style bosses and you're going to have to compensate with different style gameplay. Okay. Because if you're going to deal with something as massive as Ragnarok, how are you going to represent that on a scale of Kratos? Mm -hmm. That's where I'm, that's where my nerves get settled in. So I, I mean, I don't know what you would have to change Mm -hmm. to, to represent it. But I mean, they've they've always had, they've always came up with the best ways to represent just ungodly, mm-hmm. just enemies. So, I mean, I think they're they're they'll probably deal with it the same way they dealt with Hades a lot of the time, or or back in the Greek days, Hades, mm-hmm. all those guys. That makes sense, and because I mean, obviously, the stories that they did with uh, with Athens and Greece, like. Yeah, they're kind of set in the set in the history, but they're not necessarily the stories, right? Yeah, they're not held to it. They're not held to it. They can delve. They've true proven that they can can twist and turn and and make it still feel real. Um, When it comes to Ragnarok, though, I mean, ultimately, that's just the end of the world. That's all that Ragnarok really comes down to, and and how you get there may vary. But fate's decided. Fate Ragnarok will happen. Yeah, and just the way that they have mixed and intertwined two different but similar uh, mythologies is yeah. something that is just unparalleled. I cannot think of another game that merges two religions in such a way. I mean, even uh, and I know it's trying to be. I keep going back to Valhalla. I play a lot of Valhalla. There's a reason Valhalla. I haven't been streaming lately. <laughs> Valhalla. Uh, as a fun fact, I've cleared. Uh, I still can't continue on with my story. I'm going to ADHD for a second. I, I still can't continue yeah. on with my story. I am still stuck at one of those broken um, uh, spots. However, they have confirmed that it is uh, that it is eventually going to be on the docket. It's one of the ones they're still investigating, though. Um, and oh, so you got I have stuck. been clearing. Yeah. Oh, I've been stuck. I have cleared every... Okay, so I I started out at the level 20s, and I literally worked my way around the map. I'm just clearing every single checkpoint along the way. I'm at level like 350 right now, and I'm about to go back in. The next part of the story that I have to take, uh, that I have to play is like a level like 160. Okay, so like I'm going to go in 
so ungodly powerful that it's not even going to be funny. It's going to be the, the greatest moment of my life. And then it will be so much vindication after so much heartache with this stupid game that I can't seem to pull myself away from because I have an addiction. Jay's back. Hi, Jay. <laughs> yeah, we do that. All right. So Dude, that was great. I, you know what? I didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> wondrous wondrous so uh jay you are muted my man can you unmute yourself for me i heard everything dude he's like i have an addiction i have all of this yeah i'm gonna try to play more games i played some call of duty the other day uh we're gonna do a call of duty episode down the road i just i don't play it so it's hard for me to do an episode on a game i don't play bear with it you felt, we will get it, more felt very, it felt very weird didn't it? uh it's it's we'll get there we'll get there uh so i keep saying that i'm going to play other games and i'm going to do things but I realized I was using, I, I literally, so the, I, I play on my Xbox and I was playing Call of Duty on my Xbox as well because I didn't want to turn my computer on and I was trying to pick things up and the, it's supposed to be X and I kept hitting Y. No, you, you got the keyboard and mouse thing going on. No, the Y is what picks everything up on uh, Assassin's Creed actually. So I, um, I was trying to pick it up like I was, and I kept trying to do the, uh, the Odin site. Um, I kept trying to do that to view where the enemies were. It was not a fun time. Okay. I've had to recently learn switch controls. Uh, Alan, that is actually on the list as well. I just want to throw that up there as well. Uh, switch controls. Yeah. I there's because I didn't play the switch at all. I've been playing nothing but Hyrule Warriors lately. I've had to learn switch controls. Mm. I understand the button, the button confusion. I've learned whole different thing and it made no sense. But well, I got that, it. <laughs> that actually yeah. segues perfectly here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the episode. It was such a convoluted episode. There's so much that goes into God of War. That, uh, and it's it's such an old, I don't want to say it's an old game now, but it's, it's a game that pretty much I feel everybody has played or has been introduced it's, to. So I'm all right if we want to jump around everywhere. It's, it's a game now that they consider a PlayStation classic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a whole con whole gen console behind now, guys. Come on, we're talking about yeah. a, this is so yesteryear. It's a uh, it won awards and stuff. It did. Uh, game of the I year. Still winning awards, isn't it? it yeah, I think uh, it might be winning awards still. Probably. So, all right, guys. Uh, we're gonna go ahead though when it comes to uh, wrapping things up. Uh, doodles. Hi. Your Twitch channel. Go ahead and tell us about your Twitch. What do you plan to play? Uh, well, like I'm going to start off with Dark Souls. Any of those, uh, I got one through three, so I'll probably be doing playthroughs of those. Mm -hmm. Got Bloodborne as well. Um, I'm probably going to just do 100% playthroughs, and we'll we'll see how it goes for there. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Cool. <laughs> well, Twitch is uh up there on the screen there. It's to do oh, yeah. do. Uh, make sure to check him out. He's he's pretty cool. He's uh, a little dorky when playing video games. So uh, you gotta you gotta check him out. He's hilarious. Uh, Jay, 
you as well, you're also not necessarily streaming, but you also have a channel coming out. We talked about it at the beginning, but I want to highlight it. Tell us about your channel. What is the cause? Uh, the cause of my channel is just to let it out. It's a weekly release of all the things you want to talk about. doesn't matter whether it's cars, whether it's technology, whether it's video games, whether it's movies, actors, uh, maybe some political stuff, but not too much because I don't want that to be the main focus of the channel. The whole point of the channel is a release. And also every once in a while, bring awareness. As you know, if you watched my uh, my video on Facebook and on my channel, uh, I am a father of a son who's autistic. So bringing awareness to these uh, issues that are going on in the world where there are parents dealing uh, for the first time with autism uh, I, I would like to try to shed more light on that as well. So let's talk about it. It's pretty much about everything. And the relaunch of the, the channel will be on in February and we'll mostly be focusing on Black History Month for the month of February. Um, there might be two episodes a week, so it, not every episode will be focused on um, only the first. I, I want to say since I'm doing it twice a week, it'll be one day it'll be about black history another day it'll be about something else you know what i mean because i don't want to take the main focus away from the topic at hand which is a release so um and also i'm actually starting a new series as well and i'm actually going to make my announcement here uh i will be I'll, I'll, it's more of like a a day in the life of a dad with autism and cool. showing and showing what uh i go through um, every day, I might have my best friend come and film a little bit and, and stuff like that to, so I can edit and, and stuff like that so you guys can see what I'm actually doing with Luther, uh, with, who is my son, who is autistic and stuff like that, and uh, showing that, you know, it's not all easy, especially from the time that you get up to the time that you, you know, go to sleep. You're constantly on the grind, and then even after you go to sleep, you're still getting back up in the middle of the night because he's awake. So, yeah. you know, these that. bags are real. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> they're earned. <laughs> they, 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 they are earned. And, and that, and that's something that I'm going to be doing later on in the year after I'm done with most mm -hmm. of the stuff. And I, I just want to shed light on that as well as shed light on, uh, uh, things going on with women and also things going on with guys. So let's talk about it as pretty much a release of everything, but also to spread awareness. Um, and also thank you, Alan. I appreciate that, sir. Um, and big shout out to Alan. He's been here this entire episode, by the way. Yeah. It's been great to have Alan here. So Alan, thank you so much for your comments, for your love toward the channel and stuff like that. I am, very grateful and so is nate's legend and so is Duke. always always well guys uh I, I was thinking about something while you were going uh, while you were discussing your uh, your announcement there that's awesome i love that idea first of all that's uh seriously i wanted to give you the time that's great announcement i, I really do love it anywho um so it leads us to a great point i actually have a friend who could help you shoot this video 
Um, he also happens to be the producer of our show. His name is Patrick Beatty. He's fantastic. He does great yes. films. He does reviews. Uh, he has his own channel, um, but he's the kind of the producer of the show. And we get, we want, always want to give a big shout out to Patrick. Um, seriously, get uh, let's pull that up here so you guys can see where he's at. So he is at Pappy Reviews. Uh, Patrick review patrick Beatty reviews.com and of course gaggle of geeks uh, across the board youtube twitch twitter all of that so um if you haven't checked him out please feel free to do so uh right. he's, yeah, he's so right. much patrick for this uh, opportunity also, thank you all right Speaking of Patrick, one more thing. So Patrick just hit 300 followers on Twitter today. His goal yeah. is thousand by the end of the year. If y'all want to go give him a follow, he's pretty good. He just posts movies, silly movie stuff all day. It's fantastic. He's a great follow. So one thing uh, you can know about Patrick is he will watch the movies that you don't want to watch. And, and that's something that I them. give him and, and then he'll give you a reason to watch them. And that's mm -hmm. one of the, and you know, if it wasn't for Patrick, let's talk about it would not be a thing. So um, all thanks to him and, and him and Chaz Campbell Evans as well, man. They, they are such awesome people. All right, y'all. Well, I appreciate it. Great, great uh, little segue there. Had to throw that in. Um, I'm Nate's legend. I will. I, if I can ever get off my addiction, I'm an ace legend and I'm an addict uh, to Assassin's Creed. Um, it has actually been <laughs> great since the last time I played. Uh, not to make light of it, but I actually I am wondering if I have a problem. It is the only thing I do. Um, I'm not okay with it. Um, so when I'm not playing that, I promise to stream a little bit more. I, I'm trying to get kind of break some habits. So follow me at Nate's Legend again across the board, YouTube, Twitch all of them uh give me a follow that is our show i love you guys so much thank you for joining in keep on gaming